Hey everyone, Liz Hammerschmidt here from Both Sides of the Mask. I want to get my power chat in. It's been a while. Tony and I kind of took a little bit of a break with our podcast just because we have so many things that are going on with family, work, umpiring, just a lot of things that are going on that we're trying to keep in order. Last week, I got to experience some funny things and it's just amazing how things just kind of loop around from conversations you may have had with like friends, family, or uh, colleagues as well. But it reminded me of the time I had a conversation with my oldest daughter and she talked about what they learned in school about having, uh, you know, being, you know, living in an environment where you're not nearby like local grocery stores or gas stations or food area, like fast food joints and stuff like that. And it just made me laugh because she called it a food desert and that's how they described it. So last week when I arrived at my destination, I flew in the night before, which I usually try to do. I kind of chuckled because, you know, I picked a predominantly, you know, nice little hotel, you know, I didn't spend a ton of money, but I made sure that I kept with my rewards. You know, it's not like I stayed in some place that was uh, a little sketchy, but I made sure I took care of myself and it was a nice hotel, had actually probably one of the better gyms I've ever seen in a hotel. So um, if you want to know a secret in my when, when, it, when it comes to booking my hotels, I usually try to book it around gyms or I check out and see what kind of fitness areas they have inside their hotel. So yeah, I do choose my locations based on what's around or what's inside. So anyways, but the, going back to the food desert pro- product was I get to my hotel and I noticed that there wasn't any real like restaurants around. There was a couple fast food, that, but they weren't open. Mind you, this was like not even 10 o'clock at night yet. Most of them weren't open. There's a few gas stations. So I drove around and I'm still driving. Still driving. I see a bunch of residentials, tons of apartments, tons of houses, tons of nice little, you know, areas to live in, some retirement areas, you know. I'm like, okay. 10 minutes into my drive, I'm still not finding grocery stores, still not finding gas stations, still not finding even like late night restaurants that are open. So I took a turn, I ended up being about five or six exits down south from where I was staying, and that's where I ended up finding some food. still wasn't what I really wanted. I try not to eat when I, on my travel day, I try to fast as much as I possibly can till the end, or not eat at all, just because I try very hard to stay in good shape. I try to um, replenish throughout the weekend by drinking a ton of water. I usually drink anywhere between six to eight of my shaker cups, which if you guys know, I'm very, I'm notorious for carrying a shaker cup with me. And that's usually anywhere between 28 to 32 ounces. And I usually drink about six to eight of those of water. I usually have a hydration drink or I'll put some Himalayan salt in there just to keep up with the water retention. And so that way I'm not, you know, utilizing the restroom like every five seconds, but it helps me get my body back into hydration mode so that way when I'm at a game and if certain institutions will not provide water throughout the game or not as much just because of the COVID policies, you know, I, I try to train my body to be able to handle that business. Now, obviously, like if we get into a uh, game where you're, you know, it's a little more humidity, more heat, you know, it, it just depends on the situation. They're not going to sit there and make you start, you know, starve your brain when it, when it comes to hydration they're going to make sure you're taken care of but I just thought it was funny and it just makes me you know wonder what do, what do you guys do when it comes to scheduling like usually when I know that I have to fly somewhere I try to fly the night before which a lot of coordinators prefer that just because of we don't know what weather's going to bring from the northern states 
We don't know how the cancellations are going to be. Right now, a lot of the southern states are starting to get into their storm era, uh, tornado era. You know, so like today when I was flying or I was planning my flight, my mom called me and she was kind of in a, a little bit of a panic, not more of like a worry, like being a mother. And she was telling me about all the states that had a tornado or had thunderstorms or had, had all this stuff. And I said, Mom, I appreciate it. And I, I have to take a deep breath a lot of times with that because, you know, I have to remind her, you know, we do get alerts when we're traveling. And it's something that, you know, we're just so used to doing. It's like we don't think about all the specific details. I think we're just so fine-tuned that we're used to an institution saying, hey, we may have a rain delay. Hey, we may have to push back something. Hey, we may have to push up a game. Which, speaking of, I'm very excited that my Sunday game is no longer in the afternoon. It's actually early afternoon, so I may be able to get home a little earlier than normal. It seems like the normal is making it home, walking in my doorstep like after 1 a.m. after getting to the flight. My my last destination and driving home is just, it's the grind of the season. But just curious, like, how do you guys plan your days? How do you plan the day before? Do you grind it out and try to fly out the night that, that morning? Do you try to drive the night before, stay somewhere halfway, and then go th- further? You know, how do you plan your 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 days, your weekends? I know not every weekend is going to be somewhere where you're going to be going to a farther destination. Sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Sometimes it gets a little annoying at, at times too, because you know I'll be honest with you, flying does put a lot of strain on on yourself. You know, there's just so many things you have to worry about: what you need to pack, what not to pack, and it's just it's just a mess. But I just thought, like I said, I wanted to share that when it comes to like picking locations, you know, now it kind of adds another notch onto my checklist of like when I choose hotels, if I got to choose a hotel or pay for my hotel for the weekend, like where it's actually located, what's around it. And I got to be a little bit more uh, dedicated to seeing like what is around it more when it comes to food choices. Now, I had a previous podcast episode I talked about where I would select locations that would have kitchens inside of it, which I absolutely love. I It just seems like some of the higher name brand uh, institutions are offering, you know, full-size kitchens, you know, where you get a, you know, a stove, uh, oven, refrigerator, dishwasher. And I try to pick those, especially if I know that I'm, I'm actually investing into my hotel. And there's been some really good prices that I'm very shocked on what they're charging per weekend. Probably has a lot to do with the reduced headcount that they don't allow people in the stadiums now. But I try to do that because then I just go to the grocery store, I pick out my normal food, which my I'm pretty boring when it comes to eating. I try to keep everything in the same routine, especially trying to stay in our uniform, trying to stay in shape. You know, I try to be very hard, very diligently to stay in shape as much as I possibly can. But that's another whole nother podcast, but I talked about that before. Now, my last few weekends, I haven't been able to do that because the institutions provided the hotel. So I have to take what, you know, what's, what's given, which I'm very appreciative of. And a lot of people are very appreciative of because it does end up saving some money. But when I fly into the institution the night before, um, I try to, you know, select a location that's on my terms and also, you know, what's cost and what's efficient when it comes around to that. So just curious, like how you guys handle your business. If you guys are into your season, you know, congratulations. It's been a grind so far, especially trying to get used to all the accolades. Or I'm sorry, all the, all the protocols and policies. It's been kind of a, a new, new normal for us. And we're trying to get used to that, but 
A lot of conference series have already started. Some started last weekend. And some are starting this weekend as well. So good luck to all of you. Hopefully you guys will all grind it out and be able to accomplish what you guys are uh, hoping for. For you that are getting into a conference that you have never done before or just now getting more experience with, congratulations, good luck, and own it. Act like you've been there before, even though you may not have stepped on that field. If you worked with somebody before and you get to work with them again, embrace that because sometimes you don't know when you may see that person again. If you're working with somebody for the first time and they may be newer, embrace them too. Encourage them. You know, they know they're new. They know they're, that they are the, the third wheel, but allow them to be that person that you can count on. Be accountable. Be a leader. You know, I posted something not too long ago on our Facebook page about leadership and accountability can be the same thing. And it can be. I, I hold that to the highest standard. You know, I don't care how many D1 games or how many Power 5 games you've done in the past. We're out there together. We're going to live and die together. That's exactly how it's going to be. So learn from, you know, how you, how you talk to one another. Learn how you uh, are being talked to. I know there's like a lot of, you know, different situations. And that might be another power chat that I'll get into later on down the road about how to uh, be that that umpire that you can be accountable for and also be in that leadership role. So that's it for today. I just kind of wanted to get chimed in before I get my grub on because I haven't eaten all day. And then I have a little bit of a drive tomorrow to get to my institution. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy it. Be a good crewmate. Be excellent. Act like you've been there before.